You're tuning in to Spectre Radio, but wait, don't touch that dial, because this is Spectre Radio presents the MCU. Revisiting our favorite movie moments, debating about scenes from the shows, and combing through the comics. We're just three millennials, binging our way through the MCU, through the eyes of the heroes, villains, and creatures alike. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. I am Groot! I am Steve Rogers. My name is Alyssa, and we are Spectre Spectre Radio. Radio. Where's your guy? Uh, I don't know. We've been sort of having a thing. It's no time for a thing. That's a thing right there. Let's go. Dude, you're embarrassing me in front of the spoilers. Thank you, Tony Stark and Bruce Banner, for the spoiler warning. Again, this podcast contains adult content and spoilers. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles that they never could. said you're going to open Spectre Radio to the rest of the world. This is not what I imagined. Multiple guests, multiple dates, multiple recordings. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> welcome back. What's up? Nice. Were you welcome. expecting a Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to Spectre Radio. We are diving into Avengers Infinity War. Woo-hoo. Wow. And I know this isn't from this movie, but guys, our guest is actually a friend from work. Everyone, welcome. Manny. A friend from work. A friend from work. Hello, hello, Spectre Radio. It's good to be here today. Thank you for joining us. You've been waiting for a while to come on um, as a guest. I know. I know we've been we've been we've been talking about it. No lie. I was not going to be upset if I didn't get here. I was just enjoying listening every week and then just hearing your guys contact and just sitting there and agreeing and disagreeing on my own time. There you go. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you being a fan and we're super happy to have you on board. Yeah, you you definitely picked one heck of a movie to, to join us for. My goodness. But anyway, Manny, take it away with that movie recap. Infinity War. Immediately following the events of Thor Ragnarok, Thanos, using his recently acquired Power Stone, attacks Thor's ship, killing half of the remaining Asgardians. After killing Heimdall and Loki, he retrieves his second prize, the Tesseract, from Loki. Thanos is hell-bent on collecting all six stones so he can destroy half of all life in the universe. Before his death, Heimdall sends Banner back to Earth to warn the remaining Avengers. Shortly after Banner arrives, two of Thanos' operatives track down the Time Stone. So Doctor Strange, Wong, Stark, Banner, and Spider-Man take a stand. 
After Strange is captured and taken to a spaceship bound for Thanos' home, Spider-Man and Iron Man pursue. Meanwhile, the Guardians of the Galaxy rescue Thor and the team splits off. Thor, Rocket, and Groot go to a place to secure a weapon capable of killing Thanos. The rest of the Guardians head to the Collector's home to secure the Reality Stone, only to find Thanos already took it. He kidnaps Gamora because she knows where the Soul Stone is. Back on Earth, two additional members of Thanos' Black Order attack Vision and Wanda with a Mind Stone. They are thwarted by Rogers, Sam Wilson, and Black Widow. They link up with Banner and Rhodey and head for Wakanda for reinforcements. Thanos sends his army to Wakanda, and the remaining Avengers and Wakandans engage in an all-out war. After rescuing Strange, he, Iron Man, and Spider-Man link up with Quill and his team who also want to kill Thanos. Can the two divided Avengers team stop Thanos and his minions and win the war for the Infinity Stones? Or will Thanos manage to get all six and snap his fingers? After all, you can breathe now. Bro, that thing was so long. What was that? <laughs> oh my! No lie, it was a very long movie. So you know, it's only. Uh, sorry, sorry, it was so long. I couldn't think of a way to make it shorter without cutting out a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> Alrighty, well, thank you for reading that. Um, and I was surprised it didn't have a ton of spelling errors this time. <laughs> Alrighty, so moving on to our next category of behind the gauntlet. Gauntlet, gauntlet, gauntlet. Um, <laughs> so I only have a couple as per usual, but I know we had a guest, so I wanted to make sure that we all had a few. Um, we could start it off trivia style like Wyatt uh, likes yes. to do. Yes. There are two actors in this movie who played Sherlock Holmes. Who are they? Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch and ah, what's the other one? Robbie Downey oh. Jr. There you go. Oh, duh. oh my God. I was like going to say <laughs> it. And I was like, is that right? Yes. Um, I forgot to write his name down, but the actor who plays Ebony Ma um, was actually Benedict, was actually Benedict Cumberbatch's um, acting <laughs> oh, coach. Wait, or, are uh, you acting serious? Professor or some such like that. He learned from him. Wait, what? I forget his name. I, I forgot to write wait, it wait, down. Wait, 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 wait. I'm the. Uh, I, I believe like, I read that correctly. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I thought that the voice of Ebony Ma was General Hux. <laughs> No, I did don't anybody think so. else think that? <laughs> I'm no. just saying. I was no, like, no, I didn't. No, because I thought I had seen a picture. What? Like, I think I had face? seen a picture of what he looked like. So I, I didn't think hold that on, he was a redhead. Hold on, hold on. Oh, well, Tom from the bad Von guy. Lawler. Sure. Tom Von Lawler was the voice. Wow, he sounds just like what's his face. And I bet, I bet they all the sound way, the same to you. That don't. guy was also a Weasley. <laughs> So was there's really? that. Yeah, you didn't know that? Here, no. I'll blow your mind real fast. That was Bill Weasley. <laughs> was what, are you talking same... about Hux? Yes, was yeah, the same I know actor. That. I know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dom, Dom Hal, Dom Gleason? I can't say it yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's, his name isn't, yeah. Why did I think his name was something else? Anyway, um, love him. Love him very much. He's great. The, it, this movie was intentionally released on the 10-year anniversary of Iron Man 1's release. Oh, cool. Whoa. So that was so cool. So 2018, right? Yeah. Ooh, go yeah, me. Was, yeah, so that was cool. 
and Spider-Man um, <laughs> filmed some of his scenes without even some of the cast members who were in the same scene with him because he, they were so afraid of him spoiling everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, as we know that him and Mark Ruffalo, um, a, Mark Ruffalo's famous, um, just wait till you get to Infinity War, everybody dies. And Don Cheadle's just like, dude, he's like, oh, this, this isn't live, is it? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bro, just going around where they got like fake scripts or something. Yes. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. And I think Benedict Cumberbatch were two of the few to get real whole scripts or even anything more than a partial script. So, Mm. yeah. Manny, what are, what are some of yours? Um, I only wrote down a couple because it just seems like why it has usually like 20 per episode. Yep. Um, One of them that I found interesting was when they filmed the spider sense for peter parker it wasn't cgi it was more of them blowing on his ear for his hair to stand up after that moment to pretty much symbolize oh spider sense danger Um, that's weird nice that's creepy but um funny a lot of a lot of the stuff in this movie was visual effects so um i read in there there were like 96 percent of the movie was pretty much all like visual effects and um not so much like you know actual raw capture um i guess there were some debates with maybe not so much debates but with loki being killed off so soon in the movie but it was more intentional to really set the tone of you know thanos is here and he's going to be a really threat to the remainder of movies so we're just going to kick it off and kill like this major character off the scene and really get everybody engaged in a run for their money hmm. cool um so andrew kind of already hinted at two of mine that i was gonna say which actor was not allowed to read the script because of spoilers mm-hmm. that'd be that'd be uh, tom holland and uh which actor was given a fake script because of spoilers mark ruffalo <laughs> mark, mark ruffalo that's pretty funny. All right. Continuing on on triva, tri- trivia. The Wakandan war cry, Yimbabe, is Exona 4. What does it mean? Oh, and Yosha, you mean? Um, yeah, Yosha. Yosha. Ibamba. Imbabe. Yeah. yeah so cool. <laughs> it's funny. It's I so read cool. about this like when the movie came out, but I don't remember. I forget what it means. I, Dexter yeah, I, is well, screaming at his phone right now. What are they doing in that scene? Why are they screaming it? Getting hyped up for war. They're like stomping yeah. their staves or something every time. It means it. it means hold strong. Mm. Hold the door. Ugh, hold guys. The hold the door. The name Thanos is a is a short form for the Greek word athanasis, which means what in Greek? Mm. Immortality. Hmm. <laughs> that's ironic um how many times in this movie was the marvel theme actually played seven no <laughs> always guess seven guys three <laughs> oh yeah i was gonna go with three twice pick number three played. twice let's see three, pick number three my lord <laughs> which which act, which character, I should say, has the most screen time in this movie and extra points for how much screen time they got? Ooh. I have no idea what kind of screen time. Uh, mm. Iron Man. 
No. Thanos. Thor. Thanos. Doctor Thanos. Strange. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanos had only 29 minutes of screen time. And he had the most? He had the most. Wow. Because it was his uh, movie. Right. Um, okay, last one for trivia. So the role of who was necessary because the directors needed someone to explain how to, obta- how to obtain the soul stone. Wait, what? Can you say that again? Oh, 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 it's Red Skull. Yes. Oh, I misunderstood yeah. <laughs> the question. <laughs> Red Skull was needed. That way it explained how to get the, the uh, soul stone. That makes sense. And we kind of needed to wrap up it. where the heck he went, <laughs> you know, back in 1945 yeah. or right. 44. Um, this isn't trivia. So Marvel Studios made the hashtag Thanos demands your silence to help stop spoilers. <laughs> I forgot about that. I remember that now that you're saying it. I remember seeing that on Twitter. Ah, that's so funny. And uh, for the first time in the MCU history, Bruce Banner actually communicates directly with the Hulk mm. in this movie. Yeah, that was cool. only only took 19 movies, but hey, here we are. No, more than yeah. that. Get pretty close yeah i don't know yeah movies. closer to 20 something i think 23 okay. was um uh far from home so i think it's right. uh 21 right right i have some last minute ones because i'm not prepared <laughs> but these ones we didn't talk about and they're cool so apparently the cast learned the fate of their character whether they would survive the snap or not on the day the scene was shot Mm-hmm. so okay okay i was hoping you would say it and not like in the beginning of them filming yeah so like basically they waited to tell the actor whether or not they would survive the snap literally until the day they shot the scene and like in an interview elizabeth olsen aka wanda scarlet witch says that she and her co-stars were taken into a van on the set by the russo brothers to be addressed the news in secret However, Shuri was not briefed about it, Leticia Wright, and only learned about her death after seeing her face on a black and white teaser poster for Avengers Endgame. So she didn't know that her character died and like didn't make it until she was like, oh, I died, I guess. I guess I didn't make it. I guess I was on the list of people killed. My two and a half minutes of movie Um, time, I couldn't put that together. (laughs) Yeah. And then, of course, like subsequently... We have Tom Holland, who improvised his most devastating line, as we all know. Like, he was like, oh, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Like, all of that That was was improvised? No, no, no. no. That was scripted. Oh, okay. But when he was like, I don't want to go. You're like, ah! And that that was improvised. Yeah. (laughs) Like, no. So, um, yeah. And the quote in this article says, Filming the scene left the entire crew in tears and watching it later really quote unquote effed up Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing like his own son, like, yeah, you know, float away in in the dust. So, so I have a question for you guys before Alyssa wraps up with this. So when you were watching, I assumed all of you guys watched this in the theaters. I know Andrew and I, I believe we saw this together. I think so. I I know we definitely, I I know we definitely saw uh, um, Endgame together. Mm-hmm. But when the snap happened, did who you think would die die? Or I had I had no idea who was going to get erased. To be quite honest, okay. I like I I had a feeling that they were going to lose 
um, because they hadn't officially announced Endgame yet. They officially announced Endgame shortly after this movie came out. But I was reasonably certain that they were going to lose. I wasn't sure who was going to die. Um, I, I think I thought Iron, for some reason I thought, what? okay, let me, let me think. Yeah, okay. Um, I thought Iron Man was going to die by getting stabbed and not by the snap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let that me part. not laugh at that part, but yeah. yeah. Um, it's sensitive. So, and then he survived. So when the next movie came out, and he was hesitant to time travel. Spoiler alert! I was like, "Oh, I think he's gonna die." <laughs> mm, I was like, "He already survived." I was like, "He already survived once, like, and yeah. he really freaking shouldn't have." I um, remember being upset. I didn't cry, but I don't think. Gosh, this was a long. This was four years ago, right? Twenty eight. Three. Was that three years? Mm-hmm. It feels three like in a couple months. Four. Anyway, but yeah, it was a while ago. I don't remember vividly this seeing this movie. Um, or crying, but I was probably upset. I know I was upset. I don't think I was like, oh my God, but I think I, I was like, man, that sucks. Because I had chills and I had kind of trouble breathing when he's like, when I'm done, half of uh, human life will remain and I hope they remember you. I was like, oh my no. gosh, she's going to die. He's going to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember that feeling and being like, walking out of the movie theater, being like, it ain't over. Mm. It ain't <laughs> over. And being so- like, they're going to bring them back. They have to. I'm like, they have to, they have to, but. So obviously Ant-Man was in the quantum realm when this happened. So was he saved because he was in the quantum realm or was he saved because he was one of the ones who mm, survived? I doubt it. I doubt I, it was, it was the quantum I read realm. because I, because I, I had wondered that now I had read that it was because he was in the quantum realm. Kind of like um, the reason rocket survived is because he's like technically like, cause he, I think he's, he's too much of a mutate. No. <laughs> because like half of all life including plant and animal life yeah because Groot died well not Bye. necessarily plant but I mean I guess plant for Groot but animals and stuff like that like you could hear birds whistling in the next movie when things you know come back but it was because he's such a too much of a mutation that he's not considered like a natural living thing anymore so I think those are kind of and the quantum realm is kind of like a different universe kind of thing in and of itself I think that's why mm um this whole conversation segues pretty well to my um my what if so i think we should go ahead and move on and i'm gonna go first i realize i get to go first and so no one can take my what if i'm so excited (laughs) so let's officially transition into our next category of what if and I was saying this to Wyatt before we logged on. I have had a, a long week, nothing good, nothing bad, just busy, a lot going on that I prepped for this movie recap on like, I don't know, over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, I don't remember. <laughs> it was quick. And uh, I was like, well, I did that. I did my notes. Great. But you, you know, you always kind of do, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of always do like my notes, my initial pass. And then I have to like go back through and like organize it. Cause it's just a bunch of like, scribbles in me like texting while I'm watching the movie um but I needed to organize my notes outside of my what if because I feel like this was like the one thing I was prepared for so this is kind of an easy one but I feel like the debate might not be so easy so my what if is what if we had the reverse of the snap happen so 
instead of losing the people we lost and keeping the people we kept, what if the teams switched? So if oh, we, if we we'd be kept, screwed. Yeah. Okay. Let's hold that thought. So let me read you what I have here for people that were snapped and then people that were saved. And then I'll reiterate the people that would then go away and the people that would then be back. So the people that we lose in the snap that would be on this fictitious team, we have Bucky, Black Panther, Groot, Wanda, Falcon, a.k.a. Sam, Mantis, Drax, Quill, Doctor Strange, Peter Parker, Vision, Maria Hill, Nick Fury, Hawkeye, Fal- or I said Falcon, sorry, Hank Pym, Janet Van Dyne, Sharon Carter, and Shuri. Hope Van Dyne. Yeah, hope to. Sorry, thank you. Did I not mm-hmm. say? Oh, I thought I don't I remember had... if you did. No, you're right. I, I had Wasp down twice. Oh, okay. Um, um, but for I, I obvious need to do reasons. An asterisk. Um, Vision would not be there. Yeah, he didn't did not I die. Say... Be... He, you said oh, Vision. Oh, sure. Because he well, technically died not because of the snap. All right, sure. Let's take him off. Sorry. No, no, that's a that's a fair caveat. All right, we'll take him out. Um, and then those that were saved, we have Mbaku, Okoye, Rocket, Rhodey, Bruce. Thor, Black Widow, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Iron Man. And I'm sure there's some that I'm missing, but those were just like people I was writing down in my notes that were saved. So obviously we have the elephant in the room of like Hulk and Iron Man being the ones that do the snap that, you know, ultimately undoes everything, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But that's a pretty big roster of people on the other side here that could... um, potentially quote unquote save things so i'd hate to say it but it feels like it's like an a team and a b team yeah i feel like like we lost like as far as leaders in that b team i'd say dr strange but he's more of an introvert i doubt he would i doubt he would go out to um black panther could yeah he could but again he's he's looking after his people first before he goes out uh, no, Nick Fury. no one is strong enough to do the snap on this team. Like, I mean, obviously Iron Man wasn't strong enough to do the snap and he did it anyway, but no one's strong enough to survive the snap. Like, what about Drax? Maybe they have him. The way they have him here is really weird. Like Drax's origins in the comics, like he was made by Thanos's father to, to be a being who can kill Thanos <clears throat> in the, in these movies, he's clearly not capable of doing so. What about, he he what about handle Ronan? What about Bucky with his new arm? Ooh. Uh, I mean, so it look what it did to Iron Man with his, forget his regular arm, look what it did to the rest of Iron Man. Yeah, but it's a vibranium arm. That's a really good question. I, mm. I would go with a maybe, but then you got to think about, um, does that mean that Black Panther's suit can absorb the whole thing? It, um, Come on, Cap- Manny, get in on this. Cap shield. <laughs> I know you have in- something to say. Cap shield and Endgame was made out of vibranium, and yet it was able to be destroyed just with Thanos's little double-sided cleave, his little Darth Maul cleave. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if vibranium itself is enough. It may be, but I don't know. I mean, I will put my money on Bucky just because, like, talking about Black Panther is like he has the vibranium, but he has flesh underneath that vibranium. To where if if he puts the gauntlet on and it destroys his vibranium. It's going to go right to his flesh and do to him what it did to Iron Man mm-hmm. versus Bucky, who his entire arm is just one giant piece of vibranium. Right. And if we can, like, with let's take um, Hulk, like his entire arm got 
pretty much shot when he snapped. Yep, and it, but exactly. it was just his arm that got, you know, disintegrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then with Bucky, if like, you know, if they take a chance and he snaps and he only has to lose his Romanian arm. And make like him another easy. one. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> all right, cool. And then we have Groot who's like, just take my other arm. I'll sacrifice both right? of them. One for yeah. Stormbreaker and then the other for the snap. <laughs> right. We, we already see he's that kind of person he can regenerate who would, himself who yeah. would right who would sacrifice one one theory is with peter parker like in um far from home when he's getting you know the whole iron man vibe and action accessing that um gear and equipment like what if they made like a similar gauntlet that he like understood how to use if they didn't do the whole bucky or black panther route mm. and he like did the whole steal the stones and you know, we have the same I am Iron Man scene, but it's like, you know, hey, I'm Spider-Man snap. And, you know, he may end up dying, too, but he um, does have healing abilities, though. Like he it's not as strong as like Wolverine's healing abilities, but it's what took him so long to like mm-hmm. fizzle out of existence. That's what took him so long is like he was healing from it. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that he could. But like on the other team, the ones who actually did survive, Captain Marvel could definitely survive it. Her powers come from an infinity That's stone. That's true uh hulk could survive it and they said thor couldn't and maybe if he wasn't like a raging alcoholic at that point like he you know he probably could have um but i i think it's more people um on on the people who did survive i mean I, i'm not saying that the it, I, I why it's right it kind of is an a and b team but there are some smart cookies on the b team i was just gonna oh, say like what about sure. shuri yeah, Shuri, Hank Pym, Janet Van Dyne, and Hope Van Dyne are also are very intelligent people. Peter Parker, I know oh, they don't man. really showcase it, but like eventually in the comics, I think Peter becomes smarter yeah. than Iron Man. Doctor Strange has to be an intelligent person to be a neurosurgeon. He may yeah. not be Sharon Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Maria Hill, she's really smart too. Can raise the right. question and be like, who are the two people that go to um Oh Vormir? Vormir? Mm. Ooh. Who's who who's getting sacrificed? Who are you sending? Team? Ooh, let's ooh, see. Okay. That's okay. a good question. Um, oh my God, why am I like, ooh, Hank and Janet? That's terrible. <laughs> Dang. It's, it's like Squid Game all over again. Anybody? No, just me? Okay. Well, so they say you have to sacrifice that which you love. They never actually said you had to kill somebody. They said a soul for a soul, but maybe it's just you never see that soul again and you love that person. I don't understand that. I think what the, you mean? it's you, more you than you just a Andrew's like hoping and there's a loophole. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is they never say the words, you have to kill the person you love. You must yeet your friend. You must <laughs> yeet, yeet and a half your friend. Yeet him off a wall. You Not must even, yeet just... your, your puppy. Your rabbit. Oh my gosh, no. Don't, no, don't you sorry. dare. Half the don't universe you. stays dead. <laughs> I will go John Wick on someone who tries to hurt my dog. I will I'm throwing you off. Oh, you ghost. know what would be like an interesting... Oh my God, I'm so terrible. Drax and Mantis, because I feel like neither of them are capable of like loving anything. <laughs> so like, what do you do when it's those two on top of the mountain? And the Red Skull would just be like, oh my God, just take it. Like, just leave. Like, get out. Like, you guys are so, like Drax would just- You guys have been here for three twice. hours talking about it. Yes. <laughs> take it. Drax and I la- like each other too much. We would never, he just takes her and throws her off. Yeah, the that, that's right. That. Both of you. See ya. Yeah, he doesn't right. work. He's he just like he goes. Just, hmm, I don't know who I love. Rocket, come next. We're gonna keep going. Yeah. <laughs> just tell Man- tell Mantis to put him to sleep and just take it and run. <laughs> Sleepwalk. Um, what, 
what if um because in these two lists you know obviously we have the um ant-man you know as the little oddball out what if you had yeah. wasp and ant-man up there and then you know, one of them has to go which Oof. wasp with uh hope yeah saying hope dude. that's rough imagine that scene yeah that's definitely carries a lot more weight emotional. than just side question is like which which scene for you guys was more emotional having gamora get thrown over or having black widow oh my god black widow 100 percent, 100 percent. because if you're comparing the dynamic between clint and natasha to mm. um not just like gamora and thanos but also you're you're kind of drawing this comparison to then um hope and scott it's a similar situation where i feel like hope would ultimately be the one to sacrifice herself because of cassie Mm-hmm. right because and she like, can fight better than he can so and, she could kick and, his butt yeah that's true and i feel like that would be partially why you know it relates back to that scenario of like nat sacrificing herself for her three you know nieces and nephews um but yeah i feel like that was too brutal like marvel was like let's let's hurt them but not that much <laughs> like uh because the whole thing about her death is such a terrible like movie answer that they were like, oh, she wouldn't have wanted a big funeral. She was a spy. But then we get this whole, you know, recon of she had a family. She had friends that loved her, people that protected her. And we have this huge funeral. And I don't want to discount Tony's sacrifice because he made the ultimate sacrifice. Absolutely. But yeah. Would he have had the opportunity to do that had Nat not sacrificed herself? No, yeah. absolutely not. So they took the easy way out on that they, one a little they bit. They did, they did. Yeah. And like her death was more noble. So, like, while it's upsetting, you can't be too upset about it because it was her choice and it was her sacrifice. But at the same time, like just slapping a movie on it and being like, oh, yeah, we gave her a movie, like she should have had some kind of memorial, funeral, something compared to what Tony had, but I guess I'm getting into the next movie already. You kind of kind of have to talk about both of them mm-hmm. when, when you talk about one, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, that's an interesting yeah. thought, Manny, for sure. Yeah, that's a great what if. That was good. Oh, yeah. That's, that's... Did anybody else have that? If not, no. I feel so smart. Oh, I'd almost that say really that's good. the what if of this yes! movie. What, what if, those, what if everything was flipped? I'm saying, right? Like, that just crossed my mind because there's so many arguments to be made because the B team that's gone is probably arguably bigger. It's bigger. Than the people that were saved. Like, I'm sure I'm missing a couple characters on this list, um, but I'm trying to limit it to, like, supers. Like, I know we lo- are the quote-unquote supers, right? Uh, the the heroes, the shield, all of that. Because I know in uh, Spider-Man it's revealed that like um, Ned was gone, MJ was gone, Flash was gone. Like all of those characters were gone too. But well, they're, funny is, they're like, not really he... essential to this mission. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, Falcon and Wanda, like I feel like having even those back, you know, we saw how well Wanda saved everybody's butt on the battlefield. When the aliens started to invade. Well, and why was she up there this whole time? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, what's exactly. funny is, is he says he's wiping out half of all life, but he doesn't think about the fact that the people he's 
wiping out half of all airline pilots who are in the sky right now. So those planes with the people still in them are going down and going to crash probably into people who are still alive. Yep. Like you saw that helicopter randomly crash into a building. All the random car accidents are going to happen. So like you're adding another, what, 5%, 10% onto that. People are going to die awkward, yeah. violent deaths. Oh, it's not it's violent. Interesting, except for like, those who are. <laughs> it's interesting, the whole thought of the gauntlet and how it works, because is it just like your wish and your will and you snap your fingers and it comes true? It's like you rub the lamp and you say your wish and the genie grants it kind of thing. Because yeah, yeah. then if when that's Hulk his snaps, intention yeah. and he's not wanting to... Um, you know, kill people that he feels don't deserve to be killed, then why not wish that or have that forethought or thinking and intention to be like, I want to wipe out half half of humanity and that's it and not jeopardize these other the other half that I'm trying to save by what you're saying. Like, and maybe that's too long when you're rubbing the lamp, quote unquote, to like get yeah. all of that out to be like, let me be really specific with my wish. Um, it's a good point. Another point on that, what if it really raises the question to where could that B team pull off what the A team did and pretty much reversing everything that happened? You know, do they have the yeah. team to equip to do the time heist? And Well, you do have Hank. Hank and, and Janet. Janet. And yeah. Hope. Yep. So, but you got... don't have Captain Marvel coming in and destroying Thanos' superstar destroyer at the end. So, But you have Wanda. Yeah. She's not exactly the same as Danvers, but mm -mm. she's it's different, there. but it's po I would I would say it's maybe And you possible. have Doctor Strange, even though he doesn't have the stone, would he still be able to like yeah, he he'd still, still be able magic. to wield magic, right? Because mm -hmm. Wong doesn't have the stone and he can mm -hmm. do it. Imagine and then you have uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange in <laughs> yeah. the ancient one. So need, about that stone. I need the time stone. Yeah. Uh I'll be right back. <laughs> right, right. Six years later. <laughs> what about you, Manny? What's your what if? My what if would be what if um so obviously Tony Stark never got a chance to make that phone call to Captain America before he started noticing, you know, the arrival. What if he actually did make that phone call and got a hold of, you know, Captain America? Do you feel like there would have been any changes in how this movie would have gone or if they would have been able to make any, you know, prevent the inevitable of, you know, the stones going to Thanos if he actually was able to team up with Captain America and get, like, the Avengers together and try to stop this from happening? I mean, I don't... It was, what, a five-minute difference, 10, 20-minute difference tops between when he calls and when Banner calls? I'm not sure if we would have gotten them on screen in this movie in that 20 minutes because... I feel, I feel like Cap would have responded better to Bruce versus Tony anyway. Well, he said in, in his note at the end of Civil War, but if you need me, if you need us, you know, when it counts, I'll be there. So he said it like it was going to be no problem. So for the, you know, for the fate of the world or in the universe in this case, I'm sure he would have done it. But I mean, it's possible that he would have responded better to Bruce, but I, he still would have come regardless, I think. I think even if the situation was reversed and, and, and it was Iron Man on the run, you know, you know, he would have put his pride aside for something that big. And that's that's Iron Man's pride we're talking about. So Steve's pride isn't nearly that. But I think you're right. He may have responded better. It would have it would have been a nice conversation to see. I would have liked to see that a lot, maybe like in a deleted scene or something like that. It would have been cool right. to see. Yeah. 
But I think they they did that on purpose so they would have the tension that they have in the next film where they have mm-hmm. to like they have let to bygones be bygones and now we have to work together and mm-hmm. you know Nat is kind of like convincing Cap that that's the case because mom and dad are eating a peanut butter sandwich and have to fix everything and band together and she's like you gotta make up with him and like let's yeah. do it yeah also yeah. what's with the flip phone like Tony that's- is the most technological person there is yeah, I read that in an article, and the article did address the reason why it was there, so I don't know why the article even bothered listing that as a problem. It was the phone that Steve actually gave him. Oh. It was the one he, like, mailed to him in that little package. Oh, and yeah. then the article continues to go on, well, Tony could have updated it. Okay, well, it, this was given to you by your best friend in case of emergencies, and you're not sure how you feel about your best friend right now, but you remember how you did feel about him in the past. So, yeah, you're going to keep that out of nostalgia. So right. screw also you, that, article. No, I'm just kidding. That, that <laughs> phone number that was assigned for him mm-hmm. is actually a North Atlanta number because the movie was filmed in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Cracks. Uh, That's right. Fun fact. <laughs> that was a really good what if, Manny. I liked it. Yeah. Um, mine's kind of eh. I know I say that a lot, but so what if they found wherever. Uh, abomination was locked up and they grabbed him and just like <laughs> literally dropped him right in the middle of the Wakanda battle. He was in the fighting pits. We know this. <laughs> For how long? <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know if he was there yet. The timeline doesn't match up with Shang-Chi for well, that to be the case. No, but... in, in Shang-Chi, he just breaks him out of wherever and brings him there. But so what if they would have just dropped him right in the they middle of the They don't ever show field? that though. So I don't know exactly when that timeline matches I don't know. up. But no, yeah, he would do some damage, man. But would it be enough? Is what I I'm think asking. this man would like dead. He'd be dead for sure, a hundred percent. Like he ain't gonna make it off there. But you um, think he would bring out the I don't Hulk? Know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a really good question. Maybe the Hulk would want a rematch. Maybe he's like, That's, oh, someone I can yeah. I've beaten before. Let's do this. Right. I think that could be his greater purpose in that, you know, situation. That's a really good point, Manny. He could definitely exacerbate Bruce enough to make the Hulk come out. And then So now that you have two Hulks, do you think out. it would be enough? I mean, ultimately it doesn't matter what happens on that battlefield, right? Because it I don't think the two of them could stop Thanos. I don't I just don't hmm. see it. Well, I mean, um, even without Thanos having all the stones, like Hulk still got his ass handed to him. Yeah. And uh, right. in the um open scene. And it's not that Thanos is like all that much stronger than the Hulk. I think they're like relatively close proportionally, but it's Thanos is just a far better fighter. Because right. Hulk has no, Hulk has never had to be a good fighter. It's kind of like the Superman argument. He's so strong that he didn't have to be. Yeah. Right. And remember that we're talking about a one in fourteen million and six hundred and five chance. Which I they, I I they, will address that win, later, but I never saw fourteen million futures. So like, so yeah. I mean, if you're talking about a one in fourteen million chance, then you know you're if you if you are like me and you're thinking about like what if and the watcher and like all of that, then you know it's really only the one you know future that we do end up seeing in the next movie. Whereas like it's a great what if to have abomination involved, but is that going to be enough? Is that going to be the one thing that makes the difference? According to Dr. Strange, 
Probably not. I mean, that's right. the movie. That's the movie answer. Yeah. But... I mean, and not to jump like between movies too much, but it's kind of hard when these two movies are connected. But in that battle in Endgame, you know, he didn't have one single stone, and he still, you know, took right. apart Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor with two hammers. Mm. Exactly. Right. That's very true. So you know, two Hulks compared to the three of them with the two hammers, it's like. I mean, we all seen the last scene, how quickly he took everybody out trying to get the vision. Um, my what if actually segues to what Manny said a couple minutes ago about the Hulk. So what if the Hulk was actually able to act- act- activate himself when needed? Activate himself. <laughs> you know, especially Hulk like... Hulk gadget, Hulk body. I mean, the, so the, in Wakanda or in New York City? Both. Or Budapest. Both, yes. All three. <laughs> Budapest. Um, well, I mean, uh, Doctor Strange may not have been captured, but other than that, I mean, but Doctor Strange being captured is a huge plot in this in this movie because that's mm-hmm. you know Tony and what's his face, yeah, going, and then after him. they'll all be together in Wakanda, right? And then Thor will show up eventually. Thor, you know, Iron Man being wherever does not stop Thor from coming to Earth. With his, yeah, no, you know, axe. Thor's so, on a on his own side mission. So unrelated. If if they, you know, it would have made Cap not a liar. If what if we lose, we do that together too, because at least they would be together. Right. So I don't know. That might be enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it would have been kind of epic if he like came out when he was fighting. Um, I can't remember his name. Squidward. The giant guy. Yeah, the big giant guy. Mm-hmm. Um, if he came out there and you know, I I don't know like how he would fare up with them because obviously they're an elite Black Order. Um, but it would have been kind of cool to see them, you know, hand to hand combat and Hulk come out and then you know, would it change the ending? Probably not, but it would have been kind of. I would feel like if he came out, it'd probably be in that spot versus back in New York. I, I feel like he would be strong enough against the big guy because Spider-Man was able to catch his little chain thing that he threw at Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't look like he was struggling all that much. Now, in like a straight fight, I don't know how Spider-Man would do against the big guy. I, I forget his name, but um, I think Hulk might have fared pretty okay. But I, I feel like that other the guy could fight better than, than Hulk, so we would just have to see. All right, moving on to our next topic of best and worst. Let's go Andrew style. Let's go. Everyone says their best and then we'll loop back and we'll go to the worst. I thought you meant like Andrew style, like this is the last category. Oh, where he jumps categories? Yeah. No. Listen, listen. Um, without spending two and a half hours listing everything that was awesome in this movie, I have just a couple of, of bullet points. Mm. First of all, Hard the, to end- down. The, yeah. the ending of this movie. Oof. Oof. This is a best. This is the best. What the yeah. hell, Wyatt? I love cliffhangers. Leave me alone. <laughs> He's like, don't interrupt my stories. I love my my soap operas. The like, like Andrew, the correct me if Friday. I'm wrong, but I feel like this is our Empire Strikes Back ending. Kind of. Us. I mean, it's it's oh a bigger deal than that, <laughs> but yeah, it's wow. bigger stakes. But I would say so. I've compared it wow. to that before. Thanos so, is like, I am your father. <laughs> I, I think it was a That's impossible. 
just because how how you know everything's related to the comics and you know mm-hmm. how they try to keep it together just to end the movie in that in that version there and just kind of leave everybody like well now we got to wait a whole year for another movie like oh. s- superhero movies have lost before but never to this extent like even um what was it uh, Batman versus uh, Superman. That's the one where he dies at the end, right? Superman dies at the end. So they, I mean, but they won technically, but they still lost Superman. So like we, we've had movies that have lost before, like in Empire Strikes Back, the rebels got their butts kicked, but it wasn't, you know, Han Solo was in Carbonite, Luke lost his hand. It wasn't the end of the world. Right. But, That's true. Yeah. So it was, it, the last Jedi was kind of a bigger deal. They almost completely got wiped out. So, right. but almost, but never. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spidey Sense. We finally have Spidey finally. Sense. <laughs> yes, it wasn't enough for me, but it was. Still it was good. not enough, but it was a good start. It was enough, but it was like so in your face, almost like they forgot to mention it. His past two movies. Oh yeah, it's they, movies. almost like it's exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, we forgot this, so we're gonna blow hey, it in your face. Also, we forgot an origin story, but you know what? We're just. Gonna but we've had a few of those right before. past it. How many times are we gonna kill Uncle Ben? I agree. I think it's one of those things where they kind of save it in their back pocket to, you know, when do we really want to expose, you know, either a real a, a, Peter Parker, <laughs> you know, when, when do we, do we want to blow up his spidey sense in every movie and then leave it like that? Or do we just want to use it one time and everybody's like, Oh, there's the spidey sense. Finally, we get it. You know, if we get it, then we might as well get it in this big movie. Um, same right. thing like and, you know you're used to the to the cartoon shows when Captain America says Avengers assemble and you we could have gone at any time but you know they just kind of pick and choose you know when they want to release it and then we're just like all excited and kids jumping up and down like finally there it is my life's fulfilled right and I feel like it was placed very well on the bus when New York City is being attacked for the 18th time in this century I thought that was pretty cool um my last one without going on a huge list i feel like bucky finally gets his redemption (laughs) justice for the white man apparently (laughs) the white wolf the white boy (laughs) um you know he yes he so obviously he was under um you know the um soviet spell whatever we're calling that so now he finally gets to fight with the good guys, with his best friend, on the on the field again. So I feel like he felt um, redemption with with that. Um, while I somewhat agree with what Wyatt's point was, I'm going to clarify and say that the effect of the snap, I think, was the best. Um, instead of people just like disappearing and just popping and leaving however effect you want to say it the fact that they just kind of blew away in the breeze was like this more dramatic and like sad like oh no what's happening it's very disorienting you're like what's going on instead of people just plopping over dead um and then you have to bury a dead body or something obviously they just fade away into existence i think this is a good ending because a villain actually follows through on his plan yeah, and it actually it actually happens instead of the good guys folding it at the last five yeah, minutes after monologuing for the hundredth time. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was cool because I remember seeing like there's like a video circulating around of somebody filming it in the theater, 
and you can hear people's reactions and being like, oh, oh no, what's happening? And people are like freaking out in the moment the same way like we see Nick and Maria freaking out at the end and the other characters being like, what's going on? And like everybody's in such disbelief. Um, I just thought that was really beautiful and very cool. Whereas like they use the same effect for when Voldemort died and it was absolutely horrible, right? It's like literally the same effect. It was so bad. This was like gentle. And when Voldemort died, it was gentle. And you were like, I want this man murdered. I don't want him to softly blow away in the breeze. <laughs> um, I loved all the like marvelness of this movie and that they were like taking little nuggets and Easter eggs from all the different films and characters and worlds. They brought back the, we have a Hulk, you know, mm -hmm. um, Gamora was singing. Like she was totally in her new element and her story. Uh, Drax is eating his Zarg nuts being like, Oh, you don't see me. Cause I'm so slow, which brings back the whole trope of like Groot, not seeing him when he freezes, when he's dancing. Um, you know, he got that from Groot freezing. You know what I mean? Um, we get Black Widow's outfit from her movie, obviously mm. from her sister, um, the little Gamora, the whole like, there's an Ant-Man and a Spider-Man. There was just so much like call outs to all the different like levels of fandom and characters um, that I thought was was really, really great. And obviously the I am Steve Rogers was hilarious. I loved that part <laughs> when he's like, I am Groot. And he's like, yeah, I am Steve Rogers. Um, and this might just be the fangirl in me, but the Captain America reveal and the music in the Wanda vision scene was good. so good. Really and good. Captain America's beard gets an honorable mention in of a, in of itself. Okay. And now I will stop drooling and pass the microphone to whoever wants it next. Mandy, you're up. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I like a lot of the, um, comedic lines that were in there like when they get to Wakanda and Bruce Banner doesn't know what to do and should I bow yeah go ahead. <laughs> no we don't do that here yeah, um I bowed no. when I met Black Panther by the way and he totally went with it he did not be like no we don't do that here he was like that's fine <laughs> yeah I feel like it's in any movies right. it's um you know if you place it correctly it could be enjoyable and not forget that you're watching this epic Marvel movie and you know have fun um I really like how they open the movie right away and the Thanos is pretty much like, you know, destiny has arrived or I have arrived and it's just like, mm -hmm. okay, holy cow, this guy's here and he's ready just to take over and control of everything. Um, I rewatched this movie like a thousand times after I watched it in the theaters, just because I wanted to watch the scene where he says Wakanda forever. And then you just see Captain America and Black Panther outrun everybody else and just charge into this army of um, those creatures. So mm -hmm. um, like like Wyatt said, there's like a thousand of epic scenes in here. And, you know, this movie was just all perfectly, you know, great, to say the least. All righty. So I guess I'll do mine. Um, so the beginning and the end of this movie, uh, I, I think it started off really strong. It's like boom in your face, kind of like what you said about Thanos, but like he just basically kicked the crap out of everybody, you know, Thor, Heimdall, Loki, everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's like you start off like, holy crap, our heroes are on the ground. 
and then it ends like so like abruptly and emotionally i was like whoa um i like the fact that um the person after the snap the person that Rhodey was looking for was sam and sam is like low-key responsible for loki being paralyzed or uh not loki uh, Rhodes. yeah mm-hmm. and he's like still his friend mm-hmm. so that speaks to his character a lot um doctor strange and iron man disagreeing fate of the universe at stake and they're gonna put their egos on the table sure why not um i have this under my best and worst the scene where quill punches thanos Mm. um because it was it was very emotional and i i knew he was gonna mess it up because it looked like they were gonna succeed for a second and i was like oh boy this is gonna be great and then but you can hear it in iron man's voice he's like he's like don't don't engage we've almost got this off and i was just like in that moment i was like crap I was like, because Iron Man knows what he's going to do because Iron Man would do the same thing if Thanos murdered Pepper like that. So I'm like, he knows, True. he gets it. Yeah, so we talked was... about that on our Ask the Avengers pod, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Um, the urgency and the stakes in this movie were just, were the pacing was really good. Um, and then you got the different teams, you know, splitting off in different parts of the movie. It, would, it I, I think it flowed really well. Um, and as usual, the comedy and the action. And uh, that's what I'll say about my best. I want to cool. add to that uh, comment you said about Quill and punching Thanos and then talking about if if uh, Tony Stark would do the same thing if it happened to Pepper. What are we seeing in Civil War where he finds out who murdered his parents and regardless mm-hmm. of what's going on and what the truth is, he only has one mission in his mind yep. and that's to get to Bucky. Yep. Mm-hmm. So... Really excellent point, Manny. That's so good point. Um, on to the worst. Um, I had to dive quite deep to even find something that I didn't like about this movie, but when I did, it kind of started the ball rolling. I kind of Uh was thinking outside the box, it's not bad. Popcorn, pop your Um, popcorn. No, I'm not, I'm not going on my tyrant, my uh, hot takes. takes. (laughs) No, um, I feel like this movie had what I call the kickball effect. Um, meaning it felt like we were going a lot of back and forth depending on which character you're following. <laughs> the kickball. So it was, so it was like, one. so it's it like more teams, like ping pong, but yeah. It's, it's like teams kind of flipping back and back and forth. But the reason I say kickball is because you're obviously at the mound longer than you would be just pinging the ball, pinging if you're playing ping pong. So it I spent see, a lot, of, it spent, it almost spent too much time like either following Thor or following, you know, Cap, it felt too too long to where you almost forgot where the other team was. Yeah, sure. I don't agree, but that's no, your that's your worst. Interesting. So. Fine. Um, Loki's death seemed premature. <laughs> Which one? Sorry. <laughs> well, Loki's quote unquote death seemed yeah. premature. Um, I can agree. I wish they would have given him more of a role in this movie than just the well, fuel behind um, Thor's rage. His plan or lack thereof was on my list of worsts. It was a mistake for him to be like, let me just take a knife to the big purple man's face and that'll fix it all. When he has so many more tr- other like literal tricks, tricks up his sleeve yeah. and not just a knife. Like Agreed. that's that's really amateur hour for Loki. Like he could have done way better than that. And obviously like Thanos shows that off later and like, does some of his own kind of Loki-esque tricks with the stones. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you on that. It's funny I mean, that you but- try that after seeing the Hulk get pretty much demolished 
and obviously Thor get you know beat up and then he wants to just go and stab him but I agree with you why like I didn't like that he got taken out so early but you know it is what it is I guess right it, it would have been cool to see him if he was to join um the children of Thanos and go out and do his mission but then battle with the struggle that you know he's actually hunting his brother it would have been cool to kind of add that as as an aspect for the movie um, what if the, what if he didn't get killed? I just, I'm kind of like bouncing around here, but what if he didn't? Yeah, get, you know, what if he did what you said he did, and then secretly try to figure out a way to get the gauntlet for himself? Ooh, you know, instead of helping to collect mm. the stones for Thanos, you know, how he hid the tesseract, even though Thanos knew he had it, you know, because he's he's a uh, god of mischief, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the lie that he tried to tell. And I feel like if he would have started that lie off sooner, then maybe it would have worked. But I feel like at the same time, their personalities are so strong. they It's like oil and water is just not going to mix very well, except uh, the result's probably going to be a bit more explosive than just oil and water. Do you, Manny, do you think Loki's powerful enough to wield more than one stone? Mm. Probably not let alone all of them right yeah he's but you know he would he would probably still attempt it even if he knew he couldn't that's true right he doesn't have Um, his limits (laughs) true uh my last one i wasn't a fan of the mid-credit scene in this with nick fury really no no it's why is that you're you're ending such an epic movie with basically a phone call to captain marvel like yeah (laughs) <laughs> and she's like yeah what's wrong with that and i think like you brought up the point earlier like it colors the world outside of those wakanda bubble sure. where like you see the airplane crash and the cars crash and the thing crashes into the building and like all of the other subsequent you know issues and problems that come from this and it's not just a certain number of people dying or disappearing it's the after after thought that didn't really occur originally of all these other things that are taking place right. the aftershocks if you will but I mean, this um, is this is something i mentioned before we started recording you know how come nick fury doesn't have more of a presence in this movie you know he's it's marvel and he, he's never really really gotten a prominent role until Captain Marvel. So, I mean, they're just going to give him a Disney Plus show at some point. Give that man a, the origin of story he needs. Of, of Nick Fury. Right? I don't <laughs> know if he? he's ever really been on some of those other shows, but... Where was he last before we led up to Infinity War? Oh, gosh, where was Depending he? Depending on the way that you watch... Um, was it Winter Soldier? Probably, because... If you're thinking timeline, like release order, the way that we're not watching them, the timeline order. So um, it was 2014. Um, it was the um, Avengers 2 he was in. Was that how long ago it was? Dang. I don't, I know he was in that at least. Um, he wasn't in either of the Ant Man movies. And then if you're, if you're talking, movie timeline and not chronological 
it was what movie? Because he was in Captain Marvel, but that was it wasn't in Black this. Panther or Doctor Strange or Thor's. Yeah. Yeah. So funny that you noticed that now when he hasn't been in like all the other movies. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, good. Good point. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with having uh, wanting more Nick Fury on your list. I oh, agree with cool. that. I did, I did like his sign off, like the very last. Mother- he finally <laughs> got to have his mother almost yeah. moment with yeah. it. So yes, I'm glad. It was I'm, so I'm glad that they implied it. They finally let I, him. I didn't have mind it. the scene, but I can agree with you that we probably could have used a little more of him. But so I already kind of said my Loki's stupid mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously Gamora, her death was terrible. That was, you know, she. That scene is just a masterclass in acting, like the way that she doesn't realize that it's her and what's happening yeah. to her. And then the way all of those emotions play off her face and slow motion. I just thought that was excellent. Just really, really well done by Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just this movie makes you feel so bad for Nebula. Like if the first two didn't already, right. this just makes you feel like crap for her. Um, the awkward tension and the Bruce Natalie, uh, excuse me, I put Nat, so my brain is auto-completing it. The Bruce <laughs> Natasha reunion. There we go. Um, the awkwardness there. It's just weird that she's like happy to see him. That just didn't feel right. Like maybe she's letting bygones be bygones and she knows what's at stake. So she's like, yeah, screw it. Let me be happy to see you. But I feel like most women, if a man goes to do that hard, you're probably not going to be welcoming him back into your life with open arms. But, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. And I it mean, wasn't his, even this like fictitious, were... like fake angry thing either. It was like, she was legitimately like pleased to see him. I mean, her, his circumstances for leaving were different than pretty much any other man's circumstances for ghosting. Right. But also like... <laughs> the way that they were building up this story to be this romance between them and yeah, come shower with me and all these whatever things like for her to be so happy. Like there should have been at least one mention of like, Oh, nice of you to show up. Like, even if it's, you know, in a joking way and then be like, no, but really, I am really glad to see that you're okay. Like, you know, the fact that they just glazed over it all together. They didn't even mention it. And you're like, they, did, they didn't give it enough time, but I feel like she doesn't get super emotional like that because she like was trained her not entire emotional, life. Not emotional, no, but she's a very angry person. We see her angry all the time. You uh, know yes. what I mean? Like, so maybe not emotional and like, why didn't you call me back like that? But like, why the hell did you go off the grid? You know what I mean? And like, maybe at that point she understands the full scope of things a bit better. Right. But at the same time, like make this man apologize. Like that was a shitty thing to do, regardless of being in love with somebody or not to completely abandon your friends because, Oh, I don't feel like it. Like we know there's more to the story, but still for them to just glaze over it all together, but for them to glaze over it is my point. Like everybody else had their opportunity to hash it out with him and give yeah. their forgiveness and these two didn't have it so for it to be like oh good to see you didn't feel right 
And Sam was like, um, this is awkward. Sam's like the only yeah. one to be like, guys, this is weird. <laughs> He's the only one to notice it, right? For sure. For sure. Um, it was, I was glad he said it. My last worst was Heimdall's death. Yeah. Um, I think, Andrew, you alluded to that it was in the other movie, which it was not. It was in this movie, but um, <laughs> that Heimdall's death. I think you were like, when we watched Ragnarok, you're like, yeah, Heimdall's death. And I was like, well, no, he dies in this movie. But um, <laughs> I was like rewatching. I was like, wait, he's alive. Oh, no, he dies in this movie. Um, I think you just maybe misspoke. But anyway, I think they could have given him a better character arc at the end because he had such a good story and for him to just be like stabbed in the chest in a non-climactic way i think they could have made his death a bit i mean it, it kind of fits with how they kill all of his friends so like why not um, i know no that totally fits the trope I, of like i'm who cares? never gonna not talk about how they just yeah. offed his friends yes, for no reason exactly yep. never gonna not talk about it mm-hmm. <laughs> all righty um for my worst i've got that um wanda and dr strange's powers seem to fluctuate based on the needs of the plot um because i feel like they're way more powerful than like Mm. um like an article i read was just like uh big fat for instance he could have put thanos in another dimension yep he could have dropped him into a black hole and unless he has the time stone or the space stone you're well i mean he did have the space stone early but even with the space stone i don't know if you would have been able to get out of a black hole like so it's just you know there's there's a few things you could have done maybe a little bit differently mm-hmm. um why didn't, kept him in the mirror dimension or why didn't he use the um the portals to chop off the body the, parts his, yeah his arm yeah yeah he did it for the big guy a uh, cull obsidian that's the guy's name um that's the big guy's name um the asgardians getting called again mm-hmm. like how many times are they going to get slaughtered in the span of two movies mm. um because not only so to recap uh we have mm-hmm. uh thor ragnarok where hella basically slaughters most of the soldiers that are there and kills whatever civilians off screen that we don't see and then more uh civilians die before they get on the ship and then Thanos raids the ship, killing half of the population on the ship, and half escape in escape pods with Valkyrie half um, of a, and go half to of Earth. A half. <laughs> and then they get have to get snapped out of existence because you know uh, it's it's kind of yeah it, it's uh, it's kind of nuts. Um, so I wasn't a big fan of that. Um, let's see, they talked about they mentioned Hawkeye. They're like, oh, where's Clint? Oh, he's under house arrest. These past couple of years have been hard for him. Congratulations, the world's ending. Grab his ass off the of house arrest. <laughs> Hank and Hope grabbed Scott off the couch when they were only looking for her mom. Like, not to make that not important. Like, it is very important. I'm very glad that, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer is back. But, like, these are slightly higher stakes. Um, so... And considering if if he has the same house arrest that Ant-Man has, isn't his house arrest up that day anyway? Because Ant-Man's was literally up that day. Interesting. So yeah, he's under house arrest for two more hours. Grab his ass. So um, mm. Thor should have chopped off his arm <laughs> and then gone for the kill. Get in, like Luther. We're going to save the universe. For freaking real. <laughs> um, so like I said, Peter um, punching Thanos is in my best and my worst 
congratulations, you screwed half the universe, um, including yourself. You played, as my friend Jay would say, congratulations, you played played yourself. yourself. (laughs) Yes. Um, And Doctor Strange could have used the Time Stone in any way, shape, or form and fixed a few things. Now, again, he looked at the coming conflict, and I'm I'm just going to say it, 14,605 and they only won one of those times. I, I don't buy that. Had they said like five or like 10, it's still an infinitesimally small number. It's but a you, movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's more dramatic if it's we only one. won one time. We have Captain Marvel. What do you it's mean we move. only won one? You're a master hey, I of mean, the mystic How arts. many you times did Doctor Strange kill? <laughs> his girlfriend in uh the what if episode uh, i mean it was so dark it was I'm terrible sorry, but you, you literally have dr strange you literally have thor who's now capable of killing thanos you have captain marvel and you have um scarlet witch no you don't only win one time you guys don't suck that badly so it just you know you know that meme where it's like doubt yeah press x for doubt doubt so I would say, I don't know if it's so much of a worse, like if I get jumped into like a random trilogy and like the newest movie is like three, I have to go back and watch one, two, and then I'll eventually watch three. So at the first time watching this movie, when he already had the power stone, like a part of me was like, well, I kind of felt like I wanted to watch him get the power stone. Just right. to, you know, have witnessed it, even though, it, you know, if there's not really anybody major over there to stop him, it's just going to be like a quick 10 second onslaught. All right. Thank you for the power stone. Now as much as on. I wanted to see that, it kind of would have pissed me off because like we've already seen the Xandarians get destroyed as it is. Guardians of the Galaxy one had the highest on screen kill count where like 80 some thousand of them died. So it would have kind of been like Asgard all over again, getting called the second time and now called the third time. I don't know if they wanted to do two species getting that in the same movie. Right. <laughs> but I, I but I agree with you. Um, I don't know how I feel with like Guardians of the Galaxy are cool. Uh, Gamora. I mean, the whole thing with Gamora and Thanos, like I get what it, you know, what they're trying to do. But I mean, um overall how i felt about it was kind of like meh like i would be honest if like there's any part of the movie that i felt like i could skip if i was pressed for time i would probably skip the gamora parts when she gets thrown off in the whole baby section just because i'm like all right that's cool but i'm not highly invested in her character even though she is you know pretty badass but i'm like her getting thrown down for the soul stone i'm like all right um next scene because uh, she was murdered up. no big deal whatever <laughs> she was a complete victim of her circumstance no one cares <laughs> <laughs> um other than that i really didn't have anything else besides maybe having like some backstory of the black order instead of just getting them thrown on top of us and if nobody knows who they are they're just like all right cool four people that we have no idea unless you actually read the comics and know who they are yeah right i can um, agree with that for sure Alrighty, moving on to our final category. There I got go. it right this time. Yay, I did Ooh, it. I'm so proud of um, you. For alter egos. So I still am in the process of coming up for one for Manny, as this is the first time that I'm meeting <laughs> Manny. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. I'm so glad I go with my gut over here. <laughs> Good for you. 
Thank you. Um, so for each of us, I picked two. And I figured Ooh! that there's enough characters in this movie to where I can get away oh, with that. Oh, man, I should have done that. Um, for Alyssa, I have um, Romanov and Wanda. Um, Wanda fiercely protects yes. what she cares about. Yes. Fiercely. Um, and then in the next movie, she's hellbent and kicks Thanos' ass. Um, Just kidding. So, and then Romanov is kind of, um, she's basically one of the people in charge of her squad, of the, of the team. And, you know, she just, she handles things really well in this. Um, and when they, when her cap and Black Panther go up to the, you know, edge of the shield to talk to, um, what's her name? Proxima Midnight. She's like, oh, what happened to your friend? You would definitely do that. You'd definitely throw <laughs> some in her eye. Yeah. Um, Wyatt, <laughs> I have as Drax and Doctor Strange. Ooh, I like so that mix. It's not he's, that what he's unsure. <laughs> so like let me always. let me get there. Let me get there. So Doctor Strange, you know, he has his mission. It's not that he's unsympathetic and doesn't want to save, you know, Tony or Peter. You know, he he might, you know, be, you know, chest pounding Tony, but he would like to, in theory, save him. But he's like, if it's, you know, becomes between you, the kid, or the time stone, I have to let both of you die. And Wyatt knows like what his job is like in any given situation. And he knows what he has to do, whether he likes it or not. And he's very matter of fact about it. Um, okay. where, and then Drax um, specifically in the scene where he tells Peter that he's a dude and not a man. <laughs> and <laughs> that so is it, a man. It, yes. Yes. It's basically like, I could definitely picture like, if, if me and Wyatt like see another guy who's like buff and I'd be, you know, I'd be, you know, being all macho and Wyatt would be like, yeah, no, you're, you're a dude. That's Man. a man. That's a specimen. Like, yeah. Then he'd be like, step one, go to he the would, Yes. Literally step one. So you would, you would absolutely put me in my, uh, in my place. Um, so for myself, I have, um, Rhodey, um, specifically the scene where, um, Ross tells him to arrest everyone. He's like, yeah, sure. No problem. And he just like hangs up the call. <laughs> he's like, So that's a court martial. Um, and then Captain America, when he's like, you know, we're way past asking uh, for permission and way past asking for forgiveness. We're going to fight because it's the right thing to do. And if, if we need to, we'll fight you too. So I was just like, okay, you know, for the right thing, you know, I, I, I could do the same thing. So Manny, I got to pick two characters um so manny you're uh, in this podcast this time we've had together one hour and 15 minutes um you've struck me as a very funny guy but you say things in a very serious way so part of that's going to be drax because he's hysterical <laughs> but a lot of times he says things in just like a serious Matter way of fact yeah. yes so and then the other one man i gotta pick a second one so how are we gonna do this I can help you out. I have do it. <laughs> do it. Help me out. We can collaborate on this one because right. yeah. for Manny, I think you're very um, quiet as a guest. Like you're mm -hmm. not as vocal as some other rambunctious people that we bring on here. They're like, let me tell you all of my opinions. <laughs> That's you're you, John, like, we're talking about. Yeah, yes. I was yeah. just thinking it's John. Yes, it's John. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, 
with you, it's, it's not like, uh, that you're not, you know, it's not like you're afraid to say what your, your thoughts are. You just, you know, voiced a controversial opinion. You were like, yay, Gamora's dead. Um, (laughs) but obviously when you do have something to say, you've made some really poignant points tonight. Mm, Some really smart things have, uh, come from, from your list. Um, and so for that, I'm thinking quiet kind of, you know, pipes up at the right time with something smart to say. Sounds like Bruce Banner to me. Oh, okay. And then okay. you brought up like, what about abomination? It's apparent you want to fight abomination. So <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, there it is. Bruce Banner. So hopefully you take that as a compliment. <laughs> hey, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I had for Manny. Awesome. For myself, I had Gamora because when uh, we get that scene of, I don't even know who's talking at this point. It's a bunch of idiots. And she's like, enough! I was like, I relate to this on a spiritual level <laughs> in my family because I have two brothers. Um, in my relationship, when my boyfriend says stupid things, like last night, he was just wanting to like push my buttons for fun. He like he'll push my social justice warrior buttons, and he's like, <laughs> "Why is Superman bisexual? This is stupid." And then we get it's an Superman's son. <laughs> you should you should just throw that in his eye. I think right. it's Superman's son. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, the whole enough. I was like, oh god, I don't know why this is the one thing I related to in this entire movie. So it's not because you want to feel Thor's arm. No, and it's not because I want to get yeeted off a cliff. Although some days, there have been a few days I was like, you know, that actually looks really comfortable to just sleep for that long. When you said you related to Gamora, I thought you were going to be like, because she's Gorge and so am I. I don't know. I was going to be like, okay, all right, we get there. I've had pink hair. I'm cool with that. But rock it. um, Andrew, the Spider Man line in this film definitely spoke to me in terms of Andrew, like, oh, we're using our fake names now. Okay, hi, my name's Spider Man. And me. then um, I'm pretty sure at one point he's like, yeah, all words are made up, or somebody said that. Maybe it wasn't Spider Man, but that whole scene, that whole exchange, I was like, this is Andrew. Um, and I feel like you can very easily on accident offend people by being like, yeah, that old movie, Aliens. <laughs> like, <laughs> not on purpose you're like what Mm -hmm. it is like it was before my time and they're like shut up youngster Mm, that has happened before the exchange between like you and uncle ron he'd be like shut up andrew Mm -hmm. um (laughs) which leaves our our best friend wyatt oh boy is this where you offend somebody of course this is the one scene of course it's me me. (laughs) this is the one scene that spoke to me when um (laughs) Star-Lord is mocking Thor and using a deep voice, and he's like... And you thought, Wyatt? Why are you mocking me? <laughs> uh, why are you doing that to your voice? Nothing. My voice always sounds like this. So I was like, why is this Wyatt? Um, and then you were like, what's up, Grimace? That one got me so bad. The nutsack of a chin. Hmm. And he's like, oh, you're her boyfriend. Oh, you're in love with her. I like to think of myself as a long-term booty call. Thank you very much. 
all of that seems like something that Wyatt would sarcastically say, maybe not to your church friends. Sorry for those of you that are listening, but I would say that as a married man. (laughs) Yeah, there's stuff, but that's a, that supplies. That's what marriage is a long-term booty call. I'm here to tell you why it's very uncomfortable. No, I'll stop talking now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, well, after that horrible ending of this is (laughs) alter ego. Um, Andrew, I have you as Iron Man. Yes. Oh. Sarcastic, smart, witty. You would be thinking the entire time, my girlfriend's going to kill me when I get home. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't even have a girlfriend, and that's absolutely what I'd be thinking. Yes, you have several. Very funny. (laughs) But still step one. Um, Alyssa. He threw that one in there yep, last did. second. That he was did. so good. Alyssa, I have you as Gamora. Yay! Um, I'm dead. Not because she got yeeted Manny's off the cliff. Manny's so glad um, <laughs> that I died. Manny, Manny skipped your scene. <laughs> um, but because she's fighting to the absolute very end. Mm. Um, you definitely have that characteristic. Mm. Manny, since I know you more than these other two people. I put you as Itiri. Itiri. Oh. Peter Dinklage's character. Yeah. The the dwarf. Yeah. Um, All because of this this one uh, conversation between him and Thor. So he goes, you understand, boy. You're about to take the full force of a star. It'll kill you. And Thor says, only if I die. And he goes, yes, that's what killing you means. I feel like (laughs) we've had this conversation before somewhere at somewhere at work i would love to hear you two talk about that (laughs) (laughs) we Um, have a lot of conversations at work but you know just like Alyssa says i'm i speak you know when i have a point to make but i'm really you know funny um um you know when i want to be funny you know obviously i'm (laughs) I'm a a dad and stuff like that so i'm a kid at heart and Mm -hmm. i'm never you know even when i die i'm not going to be an adult still a kid so um you know what's life without a little humor in there so um right and then there's a serious serious seriousness behind it because like when you conduct our morning meetings you're blunt as all could be you're like listen this is what it is this is what it's going to be like it or not this is it you know you you use you've used some more colorful words than what i want to say but that's that's how (laughs) That's how Manny does a morning meeting. Bitches. Um, <laughs> and myself, I have Doctor Strange. Yes. So we get to have little. Uh... Oh, man, I meant to oh, put wait. that in my worst. Wyatt shared his notes with me and he actually had Star-Lord. Why are you lying to the people? <laughs> That's hysterical. I meant to put this in my worst. I wanted them to have a facial hair bros moment because they did oh, in the comics. God. Where, where Iron Man's like, hey, go T bros, facial hair bros. And he goes for a high five and Doctor Strange high fives him. He's like, I hate you. I would have well, given a lot. Doesn't somebody remark on Captain America's beard? It could have fit in right there in that scene. Wasn't it yeah. Natalie Thor. that did? Oh. It was Thor. He was, Natalie, he was I'm sorry. Like, I put that in your brain, Natasha. Yeah. yeah thank- oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I my see you. Best friend my from college, my best friend from college, her name is Natalie. And my dad started this thing back in high school with my best friends that he always gives them a different name. So mm-hmm. that's his like ploy for not actually remembering their names. He calls them <laughs> something else. 
So my high school best friend is Emily. He calls her Erica. My college best friend is Natalie. He calls her Natasha. Um, yeah. So that's like his, his workaround thing. So I think that's why my brain was like Natalie instead of Natasha. Um, I picked Dr. Strange, A, because he's my favorite character. And no. B, he is, he is secretly the world's largest introvert. Secretly? So am I. So like when he's going through and he's jumping ahead in time to figure out what, you know, what's the ending that's, that's going to make this work. And there's only one out of the 14 million. He doesn't tell you what it is. He knows it, but he doesn't tell you. I feel like that's me. If I have information that's critical to a plot line, I'm not going to share until it's absolutely crucial. Because mm. mm. I want to see how this plot, how this situation is going to play out. So for work, when I have a trainee, I'm going to let them make the mistakes until there's no point of return. Because I, I want to see them recover. That's how, that's how I was trained. So that's how I why it's my... like, why it's like y'all ever play the game lemmings. I'm just going to wait till the last moment and then save their bus. Well, I mean, that's how I was trained and that's what I contribute my success to was I was, I was making those mistakes and I wasn't corrected sure, until sure. it was absolutely crucial. Yeah. But for sure though, have y'all played that game? Cause I yes. remember being obsessed with it. Lemmings. Yes, I, I Andrew, it you never Boy. played lemmings. What? Uh, I know Andrew's getting it for Christmas. Yes. Oh my God. I wonder <laughs> if I still have it. I'll bring it over. I I know we have the Super Nintendo somewhere. And then we Manny. gotta do Manny's. All right. So, not gonna lie, I did these ahead of time based off. Um, obviously, why was a little easier because I know why it on a um, work personal level. Um, based off the other podcasts, I kind of came up what I wanted for Alyssa and Andrew. Didn't write one for myself, but you know we're gonna wing it because um, that's how we're right now. Uh, so I'm gonna Good go in score. order. I put Alyssa and I put Black Widow just because who else on my notes? Okay. <laughs> uh, <so> like, uh, <laughs> based off everything, I'm like it doesn't seem it makes sense to pick anybody else but her. Um, obviously, you know her her motives and how she carries herself in the movie pretty much plays homage to you know what everybody says about you and you know. Obviously, that's your favorite character, so I think it wouldn't be justice if I didn't pick her as your alter ego. Why I picked Captain America? Yeah. Um, Ooh, interesting take. That's a first. I've never been him. Yeah. Right, so pretty much how I know why he's he's uh, pretty much a fighter, regardless where he is, whether he's on, on you know, obviously in this movie he's on the run from the law, but he's gonna fight the good fight when the fight the fight needs to be fought. And regardless what obstacles get presented in your way on a daily basis, you're going to make sure you do what you need to do to be able to defend and accomplish what needs to be done. So that is Andrew. um, I was this close to picking Bucky just because I know you and Wyatt are best friends, but I actually (laughs) picked Black Panther for you. Oh, I picked Black Panther because in the movie (laughs) he is prepared to, um, pretty much help his friends and give his resources to his friends to be able to fight the big fight that is coming. So obviously I picked Captain America for Wyatt and you provided him his new shields um, to fight that battle. So I thought it made sense to put you as Black Panther because that's what I thought at the time and moment. Uh, Thank for you. myself, 
You're welcome. For myself, I agree with the Drex. Um, I'm very serious, but I'm goofy <laughs> at times. I can't tell you how many times I tried eating a Doritos chips really slow and I'm <laughs> telling her I am completely invisible right now. <laughs> but this chip is so damn loud. <laughs> Dread from it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Just like the end of this podcast, unfortunately. Got to wrap us up here. Um, this was a super great time. Manny, thank you for coming on. It was very nice Yay! to meet you. Yes, 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 I hope yes. you had a good time. Oh, I had a blast. Like why it's yes. like, you know, I was anticipating uh, this moment to come if it came. And, you know, I'm, we always talk all Marvel. Um, you know, obviously I'm a super nerd. So anything... Whether it's movies, cartoons, video games, you know, growing up, I was a big fan and jumping into anything that I could just because um, that stuff just brings the geek out of me. And I'm like a little mm-hmm. kid, right? It's for new material to come out. Yeah. Righty. Perfect. I mean, again, we were we were glad to have you on board. Um, everybody who's listening, tune in next time as we uh, deep dive into the conclusion of this of Avengers Endgame. So stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Ask the Avengers. This is Spectre Radio signing off.